1: Did you have a toxic person in your life that was always invading your privacy? Maybe you felt like you didn't have privacy at all. Maybe that was something that they had privacy, but you didn't have privacy or whatever it might be. A lot of times we see this when we're talking about narcissists and how they actually come into your life and invade your privacy. If you guys are new here, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a self-aware narcissist on this channel to provide awareness, growth, healing, change, and development. and do that every single day by meeting with people across the globe in one-on-one and Zoom calls to try to help people get clarity from the confusion and the crazy making that they've been through. I'm the founder of Raw Motivations, the creator of the NARC app, and your guide in the 45-Day Clarity Challenge to help you find that clarity in a systematic process. You can access that at claritychallenge.net. If you like what you see here talking about narcissism, narcissistic abuse, my journey in narcissism, please hit subscribe and hit that notification. That way you get notified when we drop new videos, when we're doing live Q&As, and to just be a part of the community of survivors and of people trying to heal, grow, and change. Well, today I want to talk to you along the lines of narcissism and the privacy piece. Because a lot of times narcissists are very private people, but the caveat is you can't be. It's not something that you're allowed to be private or have secrets or have things that you don't share everything, but they're allowed to. That's the thought process and that normally is what happens. So I want to talk to you today about how a lot of times the privacy about narcissists, how they're very private people. Okay, We're going to talk about that, break it down, how they normally invade your privacy. How they'll accuse you of invading their privacy and some tips to be able to work through this a little bit. Okay, so when we're talking about narcissism, let's just define it, let's put it out there really quick. And when we're talking through the inflated ego, the sense of self importance, uh, the idea of like manipulation, being entitled, not having any empathy, like we're talking about someone who is very much self centered. And so, like, for me, like, it was all about me. Like, it wasn't about my wife. It wasn't about my work. It wasn't about my family. It wasn't about anything. It was all about me. And so, in that regards, it ends up being something that, like, I have to manipulate. I have to control. I have to gaslight, love bomb, future fake, all these different things to be able to avoid guilt and shame, to be able to avoid the person that I am underneath. Underneath the what? Underneath the mask. And so, typically, you see narcissists that always lie. They're, they're incongruent with who they are and who they say they are. The mask that they put up is something completely different than who they are inside or the things that they're struggling with inside, whatever it might be. Okay. Because narcissist normally is going to hide who they are. They're going to lie about it. They're going to put up a false persona and underneath the surface is actually something different. And so in that regards, I'll just like saying like, Hey, like they're very private in that way. Okay. Private as far as like, I don't want to tell you who I actually am because I don't want to admit who I actually am. A lot of times I'll say like a narcissist is the first victim of gaslighting because they're also changing their thought process, changing their mindset to not be the bad person. Does that make it right? No, not at all. But I'm just saying like, that's the thought process of like, if I have to always be right and you're proving that I'm wrong, I have to change the story. I have to switch it around so that I'm not the bad guy. Like that's the idea. Now, when we're talking about privacy, like you normally don't have privacy, now you've probably seen a lot of different things from the narcissist, okay? Maybe that privacy is talking about social media, maybe it's about work, maybe it's about friends, uh, maybe it's about like all these other things and they might say, you know, oh, I don't even have social media. Like that's not even something that I do and then you find fake accounts down the road. Now, a lot of times people will be like, Oh, my ex, like they, they didn't have even social media. They didn't even, they they hated it. They didn't want me on it, they weren't on it and then later down the road they normally find out that the other person actually did have social media. They just had the accounts hidden, but they weren't allowing the other person to have social media. Like we've seen that a lot of times. Um, maybe, you'll, maybe you'll have the aspect of like, my narcissist, like they didn't cheat on me. Like they they didn't do that at all. But then you find those messages and you start realizing, wait a second, they were in constant communication with multiple people. And so you get to this place where you're like, wait a second, like what's actually going on? And so when it comes to this privacy piece of like, okay, like I'm not going to tell you something, I'm going to keep something private. When we're talking about that, like a narcissist thinks that they can be private, but that you can't. So typically what we're looking at is narcissist is like, Hey, what's mine is mine. And what you, what's yours is also mine. So you see that really simply with the phone, right? Like with the phone, the narcissist would be like, Hey, you don't have access to my phone. You're not allowed to look at my phone. Like my phone is off limits. Now, they might say that, they might not say that, it might be just implied, but they also expect your phone to be open. They also expect access to you. Now, the phone is just one example out of thousands, but the whole idea is a narcissist is expecting to have full and total control and knowledge about everything about you while limiting the knowledge that you have about them. Now, a lot of times they'll normally say, oh, like you know everything, or they might hide it underneath the surface, but that's the end result, is like, I want to know everything about you, but you can't know everything about me, because the fear of that part is exposure. The fear of that is you might see below the mask, you might see who I actually am. So I have to put up a facade, and I have to know everything about you so I can control you, but you can't know anything about me, okay? And so... part of it too is this idea of like, I'm expecting you to be like me. Okay. So like when I was with other people, there was a piece of it that like, I'm expecting you to cheat on me because I'm going to cheat on you. Like I'm expecting you to lie to me because I'm lying to you. I'm expecting you. So there's this thought process. A lot of times that narcissists have of like, I'm expecting this to happen. Like this is like a fear of mine or an idea of mine that you're probably going to do this because of who I am. That's why I'm putting up a fake persona. But you're also probably going to do this because like, this is what I do. And so it's like already like implied or projected, like, okay, this is happening. This is why you'll get narcissists that will accuse you of cheating or of, like, can't believe you would do this or all these different types of things because they're looking at you being like, oh, you're going to do exactly what I would do in your situation. The problem is with narcissists, they normally take it to extreme. They normally take it to high levels of invading your privacy and controlling, and manipulating, etc. So much to go through like reading your journals, like trying to figure out, oh, look, like what's actually going on? Like putting in cameras in the house that you don't know about you know, putting in trackers into your cars, putting in bugs into your cars, like all these things have happened. I'm not just making this up. All these things have happened. And when I've been talking to people in one-on-ones and they've said like, I found this or this I discovered, or they were showing up places that they didn't know I was at, but they had a tracker in the car, like all these different pieces, you'll see a narcissist that wants to know every single thing about you. You see, part of it is this idea and this concept of that knowledge is power. Now, while that's true in a sense, but like knowledge that's acted on, like it is actually power. But for a narcissist, the thought process is like, if I know where you are, if I know what you're doing, if I know what you're saying, if I know what you're thinking, then I'm able to control and manipulate the story I'm telling you and the image that you're seeing. You have to remember a lot of it comes back to the narcissist and their image, even if that means I have to control another person, even if that means I have to control you. So typically when this is happening and they're rummaging through your stuff, they're like sneaking around, they're doing all these things, typically you're going to be developing high levels of fear. You're going to be dealing with a lot of betrayal. Like you're going to have a lot of confusion, a lot of times anger, and you're also going to start like seeking out some answers. Like what is actually real? Like what do I actually understand? What is actually here? And this is where we get to the place where the narcissist starts accusing you of invading your privacy. Now, the difference here is because they're hiding something and you're not hiding something. Okay, that's kind of like the difference. But part of it is like you start to go and try to figure out what's actually going on. Like, who are they actually with? What is actually happening? But they're going to twist it and change it around saying, oh my gosh, you are invading my privacy. You're the one that's attacking me. When it's just your pursuit of the truth because the other person is filled up with lies and cheating. And like they're no longer actually gonna tell you the truth, so you have to find it. This is where people will hire an investigator, Well, they'll put their own trackers on a car to try to figure out, like, where is this person going? Like, what's actually happening to be able to find the truth. Now, the difference is you're trying to find the truth not to manipulate, not to control another person, but so you actually understand that you're dealing with a toxic and oftentimes dangerous person. But it's hard because when you do that, there's moments that you're going to feel bad. Like you're going to feel guilty about like, I don't know, like, should I do this? Like, is this okay? And oftentimes you're going to doubt like what's actually true. You're going to doubt what's actually happening. But being able to go through a process to find the truth because you're not going to get it told to you. Being able to find the truth is absolutely essential for your growth and for being able to understand this is what's happening. Now I need to do something. Because oftentimes you can't make a good decision when you're stuck in the gaslighting, when you're stuck in the fog, when you don't have the truth of the situation. Now, be safe because I want to make sure, like, when you're doing this, like, you're being very cautious of what's happening when you're trying to investigate, when you're trying to figure out what's going on. Don't break the law. Like, be very careful, like, in what you're doing because you don't want that person to come back at you, to attack you, to sue you, whatever it might be. And at the end of the day, like, watch their actions. Like, you need to be able to see, like, wait a second, like they're saying one thing, but how they're showing up, how they're acting is completely different. And so, being able to start to see, like, wait a second, something's wrong here, something's different. And then you start diving in, you start trying to figure out, like, what is actually happening. Like, that's okay. A lot of times you're going to have someone, like a narcissist and a toxic person, make you feel bad for asking questions, make you feel bad for trying to understand and look into stuff. If they're making you feel bad for a simple concern, A lot of times that means your concern is pretty justified. If you're going through this and you're thinking like, maybe my partner's a narcissist, like reach out. I would love to be able to help you. I work with people on Zoom all across the globe every single day to try to give them clarity from the confusion and the crazy making they've been put through. Like we'll go through what's happened in the relationship, how it's come across, what the person said, all these things, and I can break it down and give you insight of this is what they're actually saying. This is what they're meaning. This was a manipulation tactic and things like that to be able to give you ideas about your situation and have you see and work on helping you see the truth of what's actually going on. So if you'd like to talk to me today, just go to rawmotivations.com, click on the one-on-ones and we can set up a time to chat.